When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Caitlin Armstrong, Caitlin Armstrong, Caitlin Armstrong. Well, she's at it again. Does the name ring a bell? Because I will never forget it. The other name I will not forget is Mariah Mo Wilson. Coming back to you. Mo Wilson is the beautiful young 25-year-old world champion cyclist. Yeah. She's dead because according to prosecutors, Caitlin Armstrong, the glam yoga teacher, murdered her in cold blood over some guy. What? There's not another guy you could date? Out of all the men in the world, you have to go kill somebody over a man? Well, I'd love to analyze that with my longtime friend and colleague, Karen Stark, psychologist joining us out of Manhattan. But you know what? I've got a bigger problem right now. My problem? Caitlin Armstrong escapes. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. You know, we've heard that the boyfriend, the love object of these two ladies, went into hiding after one girlfriend ends up murdered and the other one goes on the lam wanted for that murder. He better just stay in hiding because this woman somehow manages to escape. Listen to our friends KVUE. It was around 8 this morning when deputies from the Travis County Jail took Caitlin Armstrong to a medical appointment in South Austin. Officials say it was after the appointment on her way back to the patrol car that they say Armstrong broke free from those deputies and bolted. This was happening in this area near South First Street and Ben White. We're learning Caitlin Armstrong was leaving a doctor's appointment here at a medical office in South Austin when she took off from two Travis County Corrections officers, leading them on a chase through a residential neighborhood. According to a Travis County Sheriff's Office spokesperson, two deputies escorted Caitlin Armstrong to a doctor's appointment Wednesday morning. As they were leaving, Armstrong made a break for it and ran away from those deputies. Number one, why was she being taken to a medical facility? What's happening? Because there, it, there is a medical staff at the jail and at the prison. Was this all planned so she could elude law enforcement? Take a listen to more XAN. So she was seen wearing a black and white standard inmate uniform. Debbie chasing an inmate in the area. Several units are in route to assist. 
You're hearing radio traffic there from the chaotic few minutes. A spokesperson for the sheriff's office could not tell us what kind of restraints or specific security measures were taken prior to transporting her here to the medical office building. But that spokesperson did tell us officers are informed of an inmate's history before any type of transport like this. Armstrong was on the run for over a month before authorities were able to apprehend her at a hotel in Costa Rica, taking her into custody and bringing her back to the U.S. in June of 2022 to face now a federal charge of misusing a passport. And on top of that, of course, the murder charge in the death of well-known cyclist Mo Wilson. Wilson was found dead in an East Austin home last year. So somehow she manages to master mind and escape with me and all star panel to make sense of what we know right now. Alexis Tereschuk joining us, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Alexis, how in the world did Caitlin Armstrong manage to get away from multiple deputies? Well, first of all, she managed to convince the jail that she needed to have special attention. You know, jails have medical, they have a hospital, they have doctors, they have nurses, they have people that take care of you. She managed to convince the people in the jail that that she needed medical attention at at St. David's Medical Center in Austin, which is about 10 miles away from the jail. So she plotted to leave the jail and to go get medical attention. So she goes to this appointment. They are walking her back to the car, and that is when she escapes. It wasn't underground parking. It was out in just a, a regular parking lot, open-air parking lot, and that's when she got away from them. And booked it, took off running away from the cops. Now, let me understand. So she's going to a medical appointment after she somehow convinces them. And obviously, it's not uh, a medical emergency because she's walking and talking. So we know she didn't stay overnight at a hospital. She didn't have outpatient surgery because she's just fine. I'm very curious about how she convinced them that she should get out of the facility, the CI Correctional Institute. With me, Nicole deborge Hotchglobe, criminal defense attorney in this jurisdiction and former prosecutor. Nicole, how does she do it? You know, it's a difficult situation for the jails because they are not a medical facility. They are obligated under the Jail Standards Commission to keep their inmates healthy and safe so that she can go to trial on her designated trial date. Um, and if whatever she's got ailing her is beyond this, the staff's capacity, the medical staff's capacity, they are obligated to make sure that she stays healthy so that the case can move forward. So I don't know the nature of the medical problem, and we may never know because of HIPAA constraints, uh, but the jail really has to take these kinds of things quite seriously. Well, we are now learning that it was a, quote, doctor's appointment. We're also learning, and anybody, if you know anything better, uh, more accurate, let me know. She was being chaperoned by two correction officers back to the transport vehicle. And somehow she manages to elude them. You would think they would all be on high alert after the headlines for the last two or three weeks, have talked about the escape by Cavalcante, who spider-walked up the, the wall of the jail in the courtyard and managed to escape. T- 
take a listen to our friend 6ABC. Cavalcante escaped Chester County Prison. Since then, the guard in the tower that day has been fired. Cavalcante was about to serve a life sentence for killing his ex-girlfriend. He was also wanted for a 2017 homicide in his native Brazil. His ex-girlfriend's family still resides in the area, as well as Cavalcante's relatives. Officials also confirming today that Cavalcante's sister has been arrested. It's not clear if that is because she was assisting him or if this is over a visa issue. So we've just managed to somehow get Cavalcante back behind bars. And this is a guy that has not one but two known murders under his belt under very different circumstances. Uh, one, he murdered a guy back home in his native country, Brazil, and then comes here and murders his girlfriend in front of her little children because she threatened, if you don't quit beating me, I'm telling the cops you're wanted for murder in Brazil. So he killed her in front of her children. And this is the guy that manages to literally crawl out of the jail. And it's not the first time a daring escape has been made. Does the name Casey White ring a bell? Take a listen to our cut 31 from WAAY. After more than 72 hours of this now major crime uh, investigation by the U.S. Marshals and state other federal partners is that there is now a warrant out for Vicki White, a warrant for her role in this escape. They now say that she was involved in the escape and they have a warrant for her arrest as well as they continue their search for this accused murderer, Casey White, here in Lauderdale County, now a, a manhunt that reaches across the entire country. The sheriff confirming for us that they now believe the two had some sort of romantic relationship and that Vicki White was involved in this escape. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining me right now, a man who knows about prison transport very, very well, Christopher Byers, now private investigator uh, with Byers Investigative Services and former police chief in Johns Creek. You can find him at byersinvestigative.com. Chris, when you see a prison van going down the interstate, notice the inmates aren't moving in the back of that van because they're shackled. They're shackled down, and there is a steel mesh uh, wall between them and the driver. Uh, there are reasons that so much attention is given to transporting inmates. Look, people may call this woman a glam yoga instructor, but according to prosecutors, she chased down Mariah through the home where Mariah was staying, cornered her, in the bathroom and shot her dead. That's who we're talking about here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anytime you are 
taking prisoners outside of your facility, uh, that is the time to be on the highest alert. Um, and yes, just like you said, when they're in the transport vans, <clears throat> they are shackled. Uh, they're not, you know, they're shackled into their seats, not moving. Uh, and so whenever you're outside, whenever you have to take them to these medical appointments, which happens all the time <clears throat> when the facilities can't, you know, handle whatever the, the issue is and there's the outside doctors, but that's the time that you've got to be on the highest alert because again, you're taking them out into the community they're from. You have to make sure of where family members live, uh, that you're not going in those vicinities, keeping the appointments secret. So Yes, that is the time to be on your A game when you're outside of your facility. So we're trying to figure out how in the world this managed to happen. Take a listen to our friends at KXAN. The Travis County Sheriff's Office says they'll be reviewing this chase, though, this situation and attempted escape from today to try to determine what could be done to prevent something similar from happening in the future. So we have to modify our security protocols and the things that we use to restrain people in our custody based on the medical issue they're dealing with. And so it varies from person to person. They did say every situation was different. So we'll definitely be following up there to hear what they learn from their review. From their review. We know that she is still set to appear potentially in court for the trial that's set to begin on October 30th. Alexis Tereschuk joining us, CrimeOnline.com. Isn't it true that Caitlin Armstrong, the so-called glam yoga teacher turned killer, escaped in a residential area? She did. The hospital is in a residential area. She jumped over a, a fence. She scaled the fence. She grabbed up by the top and she used her legs and she jumped right over it. And this was a neighborhood. So she ran into the neighborhood and she was totally the cop that was chasing her falls as the, the police officer is running up the hill to chase her she falls and that gives her the extra time to jump over the fence and run into the neighborhood you know i'm coming at this from a very unusual angle and that angle is from living through the escape of brian nichols the fulton county courthouse shooter brian nichols was facing a rape charge as i recall it And as he was being transported up an elevator to the courtroom, he overpowered the female sheriff who was armed. He got into the judge's chambers. He shot down my longtime friend and colleague, Judge Roland Barnes. He murdered my court reporter. He attacked others. He escaped the building. On the run, he killed somebody else and held a woman hostage in her home. I'm leading up to a point, a residential area, a residential area where this woman escaped. You know, Nicole DeBord-Hotchglobe, a veteran trial lawyer in this jurisdiction, she may look like a glam yoga instructor, but according to the prosecution, she is a cold-blooded killer. You don't think she would kill somebody else, some Mom at home make packing lunches for school in order to get her car and take off? Hell yes, she would, Nicole. You know, the jail really does, and law enforcement really does, have to treat every single defendant charged with a serious crime such as this exactly the same. And that is to make the assumptions that you're making that they are potentially dangerous. They're charged with serious violent felonies. Uh, she's, in this case, charged with a serious violent felony of murder. 
um, her, her possible sentence, if she's convicted, is quite long. Um, it could be the rest of her life. And so this makes her particularly dangerous. And law enforcement really does have an obligation to exercise all precautions to make sure that these people, of course, don't escape um, and that they are keeping the other inmates and the people who have to work around those inmates safe around those individuals. Well, why now? Why now? Why try to escape now? Why arrange this doctor's visit where you have to leave the facility, the CI Correctional Institution, on this particular day? Well, I think I know why. I'm going to cut 110B as in brother. Take a listen to our friends at Fox 7. This comes just weeks before Armstrong's murder trial is set to be presented to a jury on October 30th. Armstrong is accused of murdering cyclist star Anna Mariah Wilson back in May of 2020 due to what investigators are saying was over a love triangle between Armstrong, Wilson, and Armstrong's boyfriend at the time, Colin Strickland. Armstrong's initial arrest wasn't easy. Law enforcement officials spent a total of 43 days looking for Armstrong before she was arrested in Costa Rica and brought back to Texas. So when you're thinking about timing, why try to escape now? Because she's going to court for a jury trial. And once she is convicted, and I think she will be, she will no longer be at the county jail. Think Mayberry and Otis. Remember, he lets himself in and out of his jail cell and Aunt B brings over a nice home cooked dinner at night. That's the county jail in a small jurisdiction. But the CI, Correctional Institute, to which she will be going is no Mayberry. This may have been her last chance to escape, and she took it. I mean, think about it, how court proceedings looming have caused other escapes and other incidents. I'm speaking specifically about Alex Murdoch. Remember his son, Paul, now murdered by him, along with mom, Maggie? A court hearing was to be commenced the very next week after Paul had been driving drunk in a boat that resulted in the death of a teen girl, Mallory Beach. There goes all of Murdoch's money, a long protracted trial, and an investigation into his finances. Everything, all of his financial misdeeds would have been uncovered. But guess what? Paul and Maggie were murdered just before that court proceeding. Just like here in Kayla Armstrong's case. She's supposed to go to trial in about 15 days. Uh Uh-uh. She planned this escape, and she's not the only one that plans an escape just before trial. Take a listen to our friends at K-I-R-O. Does the name Ted Bundy jog your memory? Understandably, security is extremely tight here at the Pensacola City Jail. On the second floor of this building, Ted Bundy is under constant guard. Authorities are very well aware of the fact that Bundy has twice escaped from jail, and now that they know who he is, they are not about to let him slip away again. When he was arrested shortly after midnight on Wednesday, he was just considered a belligerent speeder. He fought with arresting officer David Lee when Lee stopped him for speeding. Only late last night, following FBI fingerprint identification, did Pensacola police learn they had captured one of the most wanted, and according to the FBI, most dangerous criminals in the country. That's right. They thought he was just speeding? No. 
He's a serial killer. Listen. The former Tacoma and Seattle resident is a suspect in 36 sex killings in Colorado, Utah, Oregon, and Washington. And now he is being questioned in connection with two murders at a sorority house at Florida State University in Tallahassee. Those murders occurred just 15 days after Bundy's New Year's Eve escape from Colorado. Bundy was rearranged here in Pensacola. When he went to court yesterday, he identified himself as Kenneth Meisner. This time, he had to admit to the fact that his name was Theodore Robert Bundy, 31 years of age. Convicted kidnapper, escapee from prison, suspected murderer. And Bundy told prison officials here, don't take it personally, but if I can escape from this prison, I will. So in both of those cases, Cavalcante and Bundy, both defendants had already escaped when they escaped again. Cavalcante escaped from Brazil after a murder. He goes and hides out and on another island in their jungle. Then he makes it to the prize, the U.S., where he commits another murder and escapes. Bundy escapes once from the jail by climbing through an air vent. He kept losing weight until he could get through the air vent. And then again, just before trial, he's in the law library, unattended, in the courthouse, and jumps out a window. They have a track record of escape. What does that have to do with this woman, Caitlin Armstrong, the so-called glam yoga teacher? Well, take a listen to our cut 13 from our friend Tony Plahetsky. Armstrong fled to Costa Rica days after the shooting death of Mariah Wilson at a home in East Austin back in May. Wilson was in Austin to compete in a gravel cycling race. According to police, Armstrong stalked and killed Wilson out of jealousy of the relationship Armstrong's boyfriend had with Wilson. Long story short, this woman led law enforcement on a wild goose chase all the way to Costa Rica. And while she's there, correct me if I'm wrong, Alexis Tereschuk, she managed to get plastic surgery to change her nose, alter her appearance, change her profession. She was going to teach, I believe it was surfing yoga, something like that. What do we know about her time on the run? Well, to start with her time on the run, you know, she was in Austin, Texas. This is where the murder was committed. Then she gets on a plane, goes to New York, and disappears. Two months later, they find her in Costa Rica. How did she get to Costa Rica? Well, law enforcement seems to have said that she used her sister's passport. So then she gets to Costa Rica. She gets a nose job. Her nose was a little bit wider in the original pictures of her. And then it's much more slim with her mugshot. And she dyes her hair. She had this beautiful flame red hair. And then it, she dyed it just a very dark brown. And she started like desperately trying to make money. I think she had a couple of thousand dollars. She drained her bank account, police said. And maybe even her sister gave her money. We don't know. But she was trying, she was working like in a hostel. And she was, she kept begging the person that owned it to give her a job. Let me teach yoga. Let me do anything. And this is like in the jungle of Costa Rica, this beautiful, almost like a treehouse style place. 
And then she tried to teach surfing and she was eventually caught with both of the passports, which is what the owner of the place, the hotel where she was living said. So who knows? Maybe she had planned this and she was running in a residential area. Maybe she knew someone. Maybe somebody there was going to pick her up. She's definitely somebody who has family members who have helped her since the crime was committed. I'm just thinking about her uh, again. When you don't know a horse, look at the track record. Again, her appearances are so, so misleading. To special guest joining us, Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner for the state of Florida, lecturer, University of Florida Medical School Forensic Medicine, and founder of the International Forensic Medicine Death Investigation Conference. Dr. Gallagher, thank you for being with us. Always a pleasure, Nancy. You know, Dr. Gallagher... I want to think just one moment about Mariah Moe Wilson and what she endured. She was chased through the home after Caitlin Armstrong got access to the home where Mariah was staying with a friend. She, Caitlin Armstrong, had a weapon, a handgun. She chased her through the home and Mariah died of multiple gunshot wounds trapped in the bathroom. What do you believe Mariah went through before she finally bled to death? Well, you know, both of them are elite athletes. And I believe Mariah normally would think that her physical ability would uh, allow her to escape from a lot of situations. But uh, she was uh, most likely her heart rate was racing. Um, she was in that fight or flight mode and uh, she was uh, utilizing the flight portion of that and trying to escape. Once she got cornered into the bathroom, um, her heart rate her, her had increased. She had increased breathing. She was sweating profusely. And uh, I believe at that time she was shot. Uh, reports say that she suffered two gunshot wounds to the head and that uh, that immediately uh, killed her and uh, put her on the floor. Uh, Once she was on the floor, uh, she received another gunshot wound to the chest. And uh, that bullet had gone through her entire body and out of her back and then embedded itself into the floor. So she was already incapacitated, most likely dead, but the killer wanted to be sure that she was dead and then uh, put another bullet through her chest area um, after she was already on the floor. So um, the first impact of the bullet most likely Um, incapacitated her, uh, caused her to lose consciousness and fall to the floor. The second impact to the head, most likely the same thing. Uh, The heart at this point is still pumping. And so it is pumping now the blood from her body out through the wounds in her head. So any head wound that that, uh, is severe bleeds profusely. The heart is still pumping the blood's body, the, the body, Um, of blood through her head wound and um, that is causing her to esanguinate or die right there and of course the bullet that had gone through the through her uh, torso uh, also contributed to that fact so um, you know so the the fight or flight the extreme panic and then the impact of the bullet's wound to the head, this could not have lasted any more than just a few seconds. But the thing is, uh, Dr. Gallagher, and you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to a shrink on this. 
Karen Stark joining me, renowned psychologist, joining us out of Manhattan, TV radio trauma expert at KarenStark.com. That's Karen with a C. Karen, everything that Dr. Gallagher just said is absolutely correct. He's saying a million of this type of injury and this type of homicide. I can't get past the fact that Mariah knew she was being killed. She ran. She had to see the gun. She ran through the house with Caitlin following her, Caitlin Armstrong following her. She tried to barricade herself in the bathroom in those last few moments trying to trying to live. I wonder if she tried to crawl out a window or if she even had time to do that before Caitlin was on her and gunned her down. Those were her last minutes on earth, Karen Stark. And that's what you're talking about right now is her emotional response. So we heard all about the physical, but just imagine the emotional response to this out of nowhere. This person is chasing her, trying to kill her, and that adrenaline is racing. So she's desperately trying to save herself with a lot of confusion. I mean, you don't, you're not clear-headed. Sometimes, maybe in a crisis, you can do amazing things. But here, she's taken by surprise, and that's how she's going to die. She's going to die not really understanding what's happening and feeling desperate, fearful, anxious, the worst that you could possibly feel as this is happening to her. And then, to top it all off, this woman actually escapes, and there's a video of it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Alexis Terezchuk joining me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. You know, I, I, I don't know what time it was you were sending me the video first thing this morning. There's actually cell phone video of Caitlin Armstrong running through this residential area. Was she even shackled? I've watched the video over and over, and it doesn't look to me that this woman is even shackled. No, not at all. She has taken the biggest strides you've seen. She's like a professional sprinter hauling through this neighborhood, headed towards the neighborhood. She was in the medical hospital. Somebody is filming it. She is in her prison stripes. She's in her black and white prison uniform. She couldn't look more like a prisoner at all. And she is running through this kind of wooded area, Hops up over I wouldn't call that hopping. She's scaling it. It's like she has on tennis shoes. I don't know what yep. she's got on. She's running like crazy. No way is this woman shackled. I do think that she may, may have handcuffs on. Um, not sure about that, but I can tell you her legs aren't shackled. Did you see the sheriff? The sheriff's trying to chase her, and the sheriff falls down like three times. I, I'm going to count them. There's one. Hold on. One fall. Okay, get up. 
two falls. I think the sheriff falls a total of three times trying to chase Caitlin Armstrong. And she's like running like a jackrabbit. And it's like, have you ever, no, don't even look at have you ever seen a uh, a cartoon, Alexis Dresser? I guess so, with your son. When creatures, cartoon characters, just run up the side of a building and keep running straight up. That's what it looks like. It's like she's running. This this fence looks like it's 10 feet tall. Eight, eight, eight feet tall. She runs right up it, grabs it with her hands, shackled her nose, and she's gone. Gone! With the sheriff still falling down. The sheriff looks really out of shape okay note to self put only really fit buff sheriffs on on a prison transport duty because this sheriff a cannot run and falls either two or three times i i think three help me alexis I agree. I think it's three times. And they're, they're, they're running up a hill. She has no problem running through this area whatsoever. Huge strides, huge sprints and jumps over. And you know, they, they police have said they had an eye on her the whole time. Well, that is a solid fence that she jumped over. So I don't really know how they had a, an eye on her the whole time. She disappeared over that. Fence. You know, a lot of people are riding on social. I was thinking about her and wondering when her trial would start. I'm wondering if this is somehow Nicole DeBordhot's globe going to delay the trial. It shouldn't. I mean, because the law is you cannot create your own problem and then use that as grounds for reversal or delay. This is true. It is very possible that the trial will go forward as scheduled on the one hand. On the other hand, this is a pretty bizarre thing to do. So uh, if there are any other indicators that maybe she has destabilized or is not psychologically fit to stand trial, in other words, that she may not be competent, then the attorney and the court have an obligation to have her evaluated to determine whether or not the trial should move forward. And I can see that creating the possible delay so that the evaluation can be completed. You know, you're right, Alexis Dreschuk. The sheriff's office says we had our eyes on her the whole time. B.S. That is a solid wood fence. She just ran straight up. They did not have their eyes on her the whole time. No. And that's the thing is they clearly there's, in fact, only one police officer right behind her. See that they say she was with two. Well, where's the second one? And she is a dangerous criminal. She's not somebody that was arrested for shoplifting, you know, over a thousand dollars worth of things and is in, in jail for that. This is a killer, a murderer. And they let her get away. It was just a huge security failure in my book. But she, I, the video is amazing to watch. She is so fast. She has clearly been keeping up with her workout regime behind bars. You know, she was a yoga instructor and very fit, but she is not eating bad food and loafing around in jail. She's really staying on top of it. I, I just wanted to add that if we look at this type of personality, an antisocial personality, and we think of Ted Bundy, like you mentioned, here is somebody who's very, very charming and convincing and knows how to manipulate people. I am not surprised that she was able to get herself to go, to plan all of this out. She's in great shape and somehow got them to not pay enough attention to her. This woman, extremely disarming. Some call her beautiful. She has managed to beg, borrow, steal, and kill her way through this entire odyssey. But don't let looks be deceiving. Think back. 
on Cavalcante, he managed to charm his way out of Brazil, live in a jungle, for Pete's sake, and then con his way into the U.S. as an illegal immigrant, charm a girlfriend into moving in with her and her children before he murdered her. Yet everyone underestimated him, and he won them over by hook or by crook, by charm or by strong arm. Listen, our friends at CBS Philly and Fox 29. The pain these children and all of Miss Brandeo's loved ones are enduring as a result of the defendant's depravity is horrific. We will ensure that the defendant is brought to justice for this cold-blooded, premeditated, and despicable act. Police arrested Cavalcante in Virginia. He already had a restraining order put in place against him. Cavalcanti was convicted earlier this month of stabbing to death his ex-girlfriend back in April of 2021 in front of her two young children. Last week, he was sentenced to life in prison without parole. He was awaiting transfer to a state prison when he broke out. At first, I didn't think it was a big deal until I heard how dangerous the guy is. He really has nothing to lose. So this is like something that you see in the movies. Just like Armstrong. Nothing to lose. One of her last chance, one of her last chances at freedom. And she took it. Um, unrestrained at the legs, she runs like an Olympian and escapes law enforcement. Speaking of underestimating and ignoring the facts, to Chris Byers, PI, owner of Byers Investigative Services, former police chief in Johns Creek. Chris, when I was hearing about Cavalcante's victims, it's not just the guy he killed in Brazil. It's not just his girlfriend. Her three children saw the whole thing. Her parents, her family will live with that pain forever. And in this case, as we're talking about her timing and her motives and how she did it and how she slipped away, how do you think this made Mariah Wilson's family feel that this woman who reportedly murdered their girl in cold blood over nothing, chasing her down and murdering her, cornering her in a bathroom and shooting her dead? How do you think they feel that Armstrong is allowed all of these privileges and freedom and actually escapes? Oh, yeah, it has to be absolutely frustrating for the family. Um Talking about the video, uh, the fact that she came out of that doctor's office without any type of leg shackles on, that should have all been done inside before she was transported outside. And, you know, another big question, I will take a slight issue with our crime online reporter. Those were not police officers uh, that were chasing her. They said in some of the reports that it was correctional officers. And, man, when you look at, you know, what the hiring standards for just a correctional officer, they don't go through the same type of training uh, it would be interesting to know whether those were actual sworn deputies or correctional officers that was transporting her. But either way, uh, policies weren't followed. Okay, Chris Byers. You say tomato, I say tomato. Because they were in charge of transporting her. They're armed, they have a gun, and they are in charge of her getting back to the jail and not hurting anybody. But no, that didn't happen. I don't care what kind of badge they're wearing. They're the ones wearing the badge, not Armstrong. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Oh, I can't believe you even tried that on me, buyers. They're a correctional officer. They're not a real cop. Did you want to follow up with me? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, and that was part of my question is looking into this, whether they let just correctional officers take her outside of the facility, which should not be the policy. It should be sworn deputies uh, that are taking her, you know, when you're going out outside of your facility like that. That's who it should have been. But clearly, Either protocols are bad or protocols were not followed uh, for her to be able to walk out of there not having any type of restraints on her legs, uh, clearly handcuffed in the front if she was handcuffed. Um, I couldn't tell from the video either. It looked like she possibly was. Yeah, I think she may have been handcuffed, but she was not leg shackled at all. She's running like an Olympic sprinter. But guys, now we're getting a little peek at where the defense is headed in this case. Take a listen to our cut 11B from Fox 7. This case is currently under a gag order, so Armstrong's defense team couldn't provide an updated comment. But Fox 7 Austin did speak to her defense attorney, Rick Kofer, last year about the upcoming trial. We have that hearing. My hope is that the entirety of the early investigation of this case is exposed, exposed to the Austin community, exposed to the entire world, because the entire world should see the wrong that has been committed by the Austin Police Department in this case. Oh, I'm so happy. It's the Austin Police Department's fault. They're the bad guy, not Caitlin Armstrong that gunned down Mariah in cold blood. What is he talking about? Alexis Terrestrial, what did the Austin PD do wrong, according to the defense attorney? And you got to take that with a box of salt. But what are they claiming? I believe they're claiming that she, there was somebody else there that they have not connected her to the car that was her car and that there were lots of other suspects that they have ignored completely in favor of only focusing on her unfairly, they say. Okay, we can sort all that out at trial, and we are headed to trial, Miss Thing. You are going to trial, Caitlin Armstrong. We wait as justice unfolds. Goodbye, friend. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.